Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, we have Luca here. How are you, Mandy? I'm very well. I come from Melbourne and Reese, which is on the land of the Wurundjeri people, which traditionally is the land of which we come from here in Melbourne. And I pay my respects to all both past and present as well as the Palawa people, which traditionally is the land of which we come in in Tassie. And I also pay my respects to their elders, both past and present. Thank you for doing that for us. And I actually might put that at the start of our episode, because that's really beautiful to hear your acknowledgement of country. Thank you. Uh, I've this afternoon has got my Kuma 53 star reel and I'm done. I'm two two PBs from yesterday and Tuesday and one fourth yesterday in the 100 breaststroke final. Congratulations. Thank you. I've been going through Melbourne in a race for eight years. We've been calling us as the MIE Tigers for quite a while. Oh, the Tigers. Oh, but MIE Sharks, don't really mind what we call it. But I managed to train, 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 I managed to go through the stage. Come, un- it's unbelievable. Wow. Tell me how it feels to be here. Awesome. As a, as, a, as a Victorian, I've been living in Victoria for 15 years, and this is why we love our home state. Go Team Vic! Go Team Vic! This week, we have headed to the Special Olympics National Games in Launceston 2022. Let me win, but if I cannot win, let me be brave in the attempt. Welcome everybody to our episode here, especially for the Special Olympics National Games. It's Mandy here. Kate was at home this week. I was down in Tassie um, supporting my daughter Molly as she was on Team Vic. And what we decided to do was to uh, interview as many people as I could throughout the week to get their overall story. So I spent many days at athletics being a mum, interviewing lots of people there. And then I went around to lots of other sports and got to speak to so many people. And I just really hope you're going to enjoy hearing all the varied voices, many, many athletes. I was just so proud and thankful to everyone that agreed to speak. Everyone was so brave, but also a lot of people were really keen to have some microphone time. So that was fantastic. So uh, 
I have to first off say my apologies to the golf and the football teams. I didn't make it to you and I feel really guilty about that. So here's a big shout out to all the golfers and all the footballers. Go Team Vic who won gold in football. Congratulations to you and I'm very sorry I didn't make it to you this time but who knows in the future. Uh, So yes, a big thank you from me for everybody who agreed to be interviewed. And look, I really hope you enjoy it. I'm going to give you a few stats about Special Olympics. If you don't know anything about it, if you're new to the podcast, um, please enjoy. So Special Olympics was pioneered by the late Eunice Kennedy Shriver, who was a sister to US President John F. Kennedy, as well as Rosemary, who had an intellectual disability. And today, Special Olympics supports over 5 million athletes in 177 countries. Special Olympics began in Australia in 1976 when many people with an intellectual disability were in institutions. While this is no longer the norm in Australia, we continue to seek public support to ensure that people with an intellectual disability are not shut out. By helping us give them opportunities to play sport, together we can open the door to personal achievement, pride and inclusion for some of the marginalised and isolated members of our community. So Special Olympics today in Australia, and this is off their website, there's 7,000 participants and there's 1,123 volunteers. There's 18 sports and there's 45 clubs. Now, when I was down in Launceston this week, so it's been October 2022, there was uh, there was 750 athletes and there was 600 volunteers. So you can imagine and all the families arriving into Launceston. It was a tricky patch with there was big storms in Victoria and Tasmania. So a lot of people had stories of being held up at the airports, the the spirit of Tasmania was cancelled. So the feat to get everybody there was absolutely enormous. Anyway, enough from me. Let's hear it from the people. This is kind of a long episode, but I've decided that we're just going to let it roll, okay? And you're going to ride the waves of the five days. You're going to hear from athletes, parents, team support, the game changers, some of Special Olympics staff. You're going to hear from people that are involved in the opening ceremony. Oh my gosh, Um, support workers. It's like a mosaic of people that were put together this week. And you're going to hear my feelings throughout the week as well. But but I just want to tell you, soak this in. Okay, let's go. Here we are at the airport and we're at Gate 4 Virgin. Virgin have been unbelievable. This morning is organised brilliance to arrive and have everything organised so beautifully. Shout out to Anna and everyone from Team Vic to have the largest group going to Tassie and everything was organized so beautifully and to hear the joy I hope you can hear the joy of people at the gate ready to get on this plane yeah. how are you feeling good this is Molly here oh she's walked off what time did you get up this morning five I am very early She's gone. I'm here at the opening ceremony in the Silver Dome. Team New South Wales and ACD have just come in. What a huge team. This is so exciting. And here come Team Queensland. Let's hear it for the Sunshine. Oh, huge cheers. They've got pom poms. Team Victoria. Woo! And 
I've seen my girl. It's just so beautiful. I just wish all of you could be here to see this. We're just sitting a few rows behind Bill Shorten and we're just realising that, you know, all these athletes don't know that he's a man that's supporting them with the NDIS. So this is magic. I mean, these athletes are loving the limelight. I've got to tell you, there's a lot of waving. There's a lot of huge smiles. because of after the last couple of years of COVID. So people are walking in and athletes walking in, holding the sign. And next, next to them is a, is a medic to honour the work of all our medics. How beautiful. For Team Tasmania. Go Tazzy. Tasmanian Devil mascot up the back. <laughs> Only team with a mascot. Thanks for having us. Just about to light the cauldron. Athlete from Tasmania. The torch has come in. There's a representative from every state. Just Anna from the head of delegation for Team Vic. We're just at the end of the opening ceremony. Anna, tell me. What a thrill. What a thrill. I had goosebumps all the way through. I was so proud of Team Victoria. We looked brilliant. We looked absolutely brilliant and marching out the, the months of work and then to see our athletes just looking the best they could be. Bill Shorten gave yes. us a big shout out and then came and sat with our team. Yes. He talked to G, um, whose mum died in September, and G and his, and his dad. And that was very, um, really heartwarming um, to, to hear them speak together. Uh, and then the creative part, well, you know, it's a little bit awkward. I had the goosebumps, the tears. And the athletes clapping and cheering along and just being so excited to be to be here. And now let the games begin <laughs> at last. We can't 
can't personally wait. thank you for all your work for Team Big, for my girl being here. I mean, oh. it's just magic and it's hours of work, Anna. Oh. Thank you. Thanks, Mandy. So I am here with Brooke Greaves and she's the Athlete Ambassador. Hi, Brooke. Hello, nice to meet you. And what sport do you play at Special Olympics? Athletics and bocce. Oh, I will see you tomorrow at Athletics. Yes. What's your favourite race? Do you throw? Do you run? I like to do the race walking, but that's not in Special Olympics na Nationals this year. Oh, that's disappointing. And also tell me, what does it mean to be the ambassador? It means the world to me because it's a good experience that I've got, got to achieve in Special Olympics Australia. Well, congratulations. You did an awesome job and I'm looking forward to seeing yeah. you throughout the week. Thank you. Hi, we have Stephen Robson here, an athlete ambassador. Hi, Stephen. Hello, how are we all? We're good. Where do you live, Stephen? I'm from Central Coast in New South Wales. And what sport do you play? I'm a golfer. Yeah, terrific. And what does Special Olympics mean to you? Special Olympics means friendship and a lot of fun and inclusive with people with disabilities. Oh, thank you very much for speaking to us, Stephen. No problem. And we have Alex Cherney here, an athlete ambassador. Hi, Alex. Hello, Mandy. How you going? I'm well. Where do you live, Alex? Uh, I'm from Victoria in Melbourne. Woohoo, me too. And what sport do you play, Alex? Well, my main sport is snow skiing. Mm -hmm. And I do triathlon training, which is bike riding and running. Wow. And what does Special Olympics mean to you? It gives me luck to meet new people, make new friends, and competing in the games brings me the best of luck. Yes, thank you, Alex. Fiona. And we have Fiona Moore here, and she is an athlete mentor. Hi, Fiona. Hi, Mandy. How um, are you? Thank you for speaking to us. Tell us about your role. So my role is athlete um, ambassador leader for State of Victoria, mm. and we have uh, 30 athlete leaders who come into our program, which is a two-year program, and uh, people like Alex, uh, get to be leaders and ambassadors for Special Olympics, so advocates and go out and talk to people and uh, spread the good, the good word about um, Special Olympics. Thank you. And what does it mean to you being a part of this? Uh, it, it means that I get to work very closely with developing our athlete leaders, um, very close to my heart, and I'm always very proud of all the things that they do. And um, yeah, it's, it's all about inclusive sport and giving people opportunities to shine. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for speaking to us. Thanks. And um, we have someone special here, the person who created the creative content of the opening ceremony. Can you say hello and introduce yourself? Hi, my name's Kelly and I'm the director of Second Echo Ensemble. Oh my gosh, we were crying. It was a highlight of the opening ceremony. Can you tell me about creating your performance? Well, what Second Echo does is we train and employ marginalised people in Tasmania um, and create an opportunity for them to tell their own story. So what we were looking for and given the opportunity to curate this uh, performance was to find all of our local arts organisations and say what do you want these athletes to know about who you are and about what this island has to offer and what the opportunity is to be in the Special Olympics. So I, I had a lot of work and, and no work at all in that, you know, I think when, you bring, when you're trying to bring 60 people together in a very time-poor, resource-poor yes. situation, and in Tasmania where we're all spread out, people think we're, you know, five minutes from each other. We're not, right? And Zoom we got better at, but it was, you know, I said, I don't want us to do the lowest common denominator where, yeah. where so that we can all do the same thing 
we're going to step together. You know, the yeah. Tassie two-step, that was not an option. So I basically gave them, um, you know, I charged them to bring their best. Oh. And so we, and they did, you know, and so I figured out, I talked to them and I figured out what they wanted to bring. And then I worked with Aidan, who was the story owner of the piece. And he and I worked out how to weave the story so that it would make sense. And we created his character. And then um, Dave, who was in the yellow jacket, he actually wrote that rap and recorded it. So the backing track that you heard was Dave. And then we had um, beautiful Gabriel singing live with him and uh, the uh, studio space inclusive guys here from um, Launceston in the mosh pit. Because oh, yes. every, I mean, every ceremony needs a mosh pit, oh, doesn't yes. it? without fail. <laughs> oh, thank yeah. you. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you so much. It was an absolute, you know, it's an honour, but yes. it's also just such an incredible um, place and yes. space to be able to, especially, I think, you know, in the Special Olympics, for these athletes to look up there and see themselves. Yes. And it's not dare to dream, it's, yes, I can. We're here. We're here. You you know, we can do anything we want to do. Well, my daughter was beaming. She was like in the second row. I came down and saw her and she said, that was the best. So you did a great job. Thank you so much. Thanks for speaking to us today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, we're here with someone really important here at Special Olympics. Would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. I'm Jordan O'Reilly. I'm the CEO and the co-founder of Hire Up. We have so many P's that use Higher Up, so what a fantastic um, organisation you've started. Tell us what it means to you to be here this week. Well, quickly, Higher Up's a platform for disability support. Uh, We connect people who are seeking support, people with disabilities and their families with great support workers. That all started, my sister and I had a younger brother with a disability. He um, wanted to be independent, he wanted to find his own um, supports in his life, and and we found that very difficult. And so that's where the idea for Hire Up came from. Um, so we've now got 10,000 people all around Australia who are using the platform. We've got about 10,000 employees, support workers on the platform. So yeah, it's a really, it's an amazing organisation. Um, but I haven't done this sort of thing for years. I just, it's just so lovely to be with people at an event like this. And I've been blown away by the opening today of the Special Olympics. Yeah. And I think so many support workers are here, mm. aren't they? I've met so many people just in the event where we just met a yes. moment ago. There's lots of um, families and support workers and people that have used Hire Up. So I'm just, I'm on a real, I'm really buzzing. I'm on a real high um, yeah. just from being around so much positivity and stuff. But what an organisation, Special Olympics Australia. I just feel like everybody needs to know them. Everybody needs to give them money yeah. and everybody needs to get on their board. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I had an idea. I mean, we've been um, uh, partnering with Special yes. Olympics for uh, the last two years. And so, and there's a lot of people in our organisation who are very passionate, but I just had no idea the scale and the... Um, seriousness of this organisation. Maybe that's a funny thing to say, but they no, just. Well, me either. I mean, I'm only newly, probably with my daughter, been here for two years mm. at our local club, but to come here at something like this, yeah. it's completely different. So, the event today, we've just come out of the, um, I guess, the opening ceremony, and there were 750 athletes yes. and hundreds more families all sort of smiling and waving, yes. and then music and art and. Um, the police were here with know. you know with their support for the yes. for the torch race so it's just it's um i'm really i really genuinely am buzzing i'm very proud yeah. that higher up can be a part of this a small part of it yes when we started higher up one of the big ambitions i suppose was not only to to put more power in the hands of individuals to manage their own support but we thought if we can build a successful company we'd love to be able to give back yes. to, to the disability sector and so to be here 
to know that there's hundreds of people that use HireUp to find support workers that can help them train, but then also to be partnering and donating to, you know, as, as a sponsor of this organisation. I just, it's all positive vibes. Oh, well, congratulations, and it was lovely to meet you. Likewise, thank you. And we're here and it's day two and we're at the Athletics and I've got some gorgeous people to interview. Would you like to introduce yourselves? I'm Maria from WA. And I'm Mark from WA. Oh, it's great to meet you. You had a bit of a tricky time getting over here. 17 hours to get from Perth to Tasmania. Yeah. Break that down. Uh, Cancelled Jetstar flight, no connection flight, uh, a two and a half hour car ride from Hobart to Launceston. Oh. <laughs> that is commitment to getting here, guys. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about your family. Um, we've got three autistic children right. and um, two are competing today, little, little, yeah. but... Is he the youngest in your team? Yeah. Adriano is the youngest in our team, yes. Yeah, right. So uh, all with every other diagnosis under the book, the yeah. autism is the hardest out of the lot when yeah. it comes to the package of it all. Yes. So being here today to get on the plane, oh. to actually make it over here, yeah, oh, no. it's... It's enormous. <laughs> yeah, and what just happened? Uh, so My daughter just got gold in the long jump, am I? And Adriana got bronze in the open division, division in, long jump. in long jump with like 15, 20 year olds. Oh my gosh, this is magic. You guys have got big smiles on your faces. Yeah. Ah. What does this mean, being here for your family? Yeah. Equal opportunity. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. Give them a fair go. Yeah. Um, and to be able to see them shine, hey? Yeah. Yeah. yeah because in day-to-day -day life, that's challenging. Every day we fight, every day we're battling, and today it's just like we're just equals. We're I haven't seen fun. them this relaxed in a long time. Oh. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I think because they're with their people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and they're we're all supported as well. Yeah. yeah. They're in a place where they belong. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you so much for sharing your story yeah. with us. No worries. And I'll be cheering you on tomorrow as well. Thank and you. Yeah, yes, go we'll WA. I reckon. Yeah, we're doing yeah. so, thank so well. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, darling. Okay, we have Julie here. Hi, Julie. Hi, how are you going? Yeah, I'm great. Can you tell me a little bit about your role this week? Yeah, sure. I am a game changer at the Special Olympics in Launceston. And um, I work for Holistic Horizons Support Services in Queensland. But we have got um, a support worker there that has a, a daughter here running. We've also got two clients from our company that are in the Olympics. Oh, and also, I just, I also love volunteering too. So and I love helping people. So yeah. I'm really, really excited to be here and just to see these guys. Yeah, we've so got- the game changers are all wearing red. You've got yeah. hats and t-shirts and there's a bunch of you everywhere. There is, and it's just amazing to see. And I've met some amazing game changers and they've all got incredible stories as to why they're here. Yes. And you know, some are parents, uh, some of them have worked in the industry in the past. Some of them are just retired and love helping. And yes. it's just a different broad range, but yeah, I'm, I'm loving it. This lawn system is beautiful. And all of the, all of these Olympians are beautiful, amazing people. I'm so proud to be here. Oh, well, thank yeah. you so much as a, as a mum. Thank you very yeah. much for giving your time yeah. for my daughter and everyone here today. Thank you so thank much. You. Thank you. So I'm here with two terrific athletes from South Australia. Would you like to say your names? Hi, I'm Will Turner. Uh, Hi, I'm Nick Champion. Can you tell me what sport you're doing here? Um, I'm doing um, the, the relay, the 100, 100 metres and um, table javelin and chopper. Well, what about you? Yeah, I'm doing the relay, 100 metres, 400 metres and 200 metres. And what does being here mean to you? Well, I'm very happy. So 
very happy. What about you? Just the sportsmanship and um, making new friends and yeah, very happy like my mate Will said. Yeah. Thank you very much. And I'm here with some team support from South Australia as well. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, I'm Beth Taylor from Team SA. And Greg Cameron from Team SA. Yeah, go South Australia. Can you tell me a little bit about why you are a part of Special Olympics? Uh, I'm part of it because of my sister. So she's an athlete here. So I got involved that way and then um, a spot came up to support the athletics team and I jumped at the opportunity. Oh, fantastic. What about you, Greg? And I'm a coach. Um, so I look after making sure the athletes are prepared so that they can get the best efforts out of themselves at the Games. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. What, um, what does it feel like being in Launceston? It's so exciting. It's nothing like, I didn't know what to expect and it's just exceeded all of my expectations. It's so well run, the sportsmanship's great to see, our whole team supports all of the rest of their teammates, um, all the other states, it's fantastic. And what does it feel like to be a coach? Yeah, it's really good. I can see the, the fruits of the labour. Yes. So you can see that the athletes have listened to you yes. over the time and they've prepared themselves, they've all trained really hard and they're getting the, the rewards now today and they're also just doing the friendship thing between athletes, swapping badges, doing all that kind of stuff and they're learning how to negotiate <laughs> to see whether they get a couple of badges instead of one. There's plenty of Team Victoria's here. Yeah, so we do. <laughs> We've got so many. Well, thank you very much for giving your time. No problem. And I hope you have a terrific week. No worries. Thank so you. I'm here with Matt Volk and he's going to introduce himself and tell us what his role is at Special Olympics. Yeah, hi Mandy, my name's Matt Volk, I'm the President of uh, Law Enforcement Torch Run in Victoria. Uh, law Enforcement Torch Run is made up, uh, as the name suggests, of Torch Run, of <laughs> law enforcement people uh, actually all around the world and certainly in Victoria and around Australia we're charged with the responsibility of raising awareness and funds for people with an intellectual disability and in support of Special Olympics Victoria. So look, it's a great, uh, a great organisation for us to be involved in. Like I said, police officers around Australia, we do it uh, largely as volunteers because we see the value in how we can support Special Olympics and the fantastic you know, sporting opportunities they provide, but also the personal and professional development. If you think about uh, the, the popular and highly successful athlete leadership program. Yes. So we're really invested in that, not just from the fundraising point of view, but as, as mentors to a lot of the athlete leaders. That's yeah. something uh, we absolutely love. So being here in Tasmania is a combination of all that and it's, it's just been a wonderful celebration of sport and inclusion. Yeah, oh, I've just, I was really struck because I'm quite new to Special Olympics and I thought what a great way for athletes and participants to learn to, that they can go to the police. Is there a part of that as well? It's a huge part. We see that there's been some um, not ideal contacts maybe between uh, law enforcement and people with disability yeah. and part of that's a lack of understanding, a lack of education on the part of police. So yeah. the aspect of that that's really important is I'm fortunate enough to talk to police recruits that come into the academy every fortnight. Right. I, I get them in week four of their journey and it's that real opportunity to say, look, welcome to Victoria Police, but this is not necessarily about enforcing the law and arresting people. Mm. It's about how we connect with our community more broadly. Yes. And as we know, uh, people with intellectual disability represent about 3% of our population. Yes. But the unfortunate reality beyond that is in the criminal justice system, mm. those percentages are much higher. Yes. So police have got a really important role in establishing effective relationships with the disability sector, but also, like you said uh, at the, from the outset, 
we want people to be comfortable to approach law enforcement yes. if they need assistance, if they've been a victim of crime. Yes. We want them to see that you know, familiar smiling face and yes. have the confidence to be able to come to us yes. because certainly across you know, Victoria Police and all jurisdictions around Victoria, mm. we want to represent um, mm. the entire community. Yes, yes. Well, I really, that stood out to me as a mother. I thought, great. And then when the police came in at our Christmas party last year, yeah, and everyone yeah. was like, wow. <laughs> My daughter was like, it was like you were Marvel characters, you know? Oh, and look, and, and, it's, and we often feel that way ourselves, and you often check yourself because... We do this not for us. We do this to support the athletes yes. and the you know the family network yeah. more broadly who have yeah. got their own challenges. Yes. But you often find yourself caught up in the moment with this huge smile on your face or the hair <laughs> standing up on your arms or the back of your neck because we get treated like superstars yes. and, and we're not. The stars of the show are the athletes with yes. Special Olympics and and we do everything we can to make sure the focus is squarely on them. Oh well, we're. I mean, we just think you're fantastic. Thank you for all the time you've given, particularly leading. Also, can you tell us about the torch run getting to, to Tassie? Sure. So the last national games, as you know, in Adelaide in 2018. Mm -hmm. So torch run programs around Australia take part. It's called a final leg. So it's a series of torch runs in different states and territories around Australia. And then it culminates with the uh, opening ceremony in the host city, obviously here in Launceston. So we... Uh, so there's been some torch runs all around Australia, but essentially I was fortunate enough to be in Adelaide last week and they had a torch run there as the, the previous hosts. And I collected the Flame of Hope, which is the Olympic-style torch that we carry, and brought that back to Victoria on our way here. So last Friday we had uh, a big torch run through the city streets of Melbourne, again raising awareness and chanting loudly. And yep. we, uh, we had some Special Olympics athletes and athlete ambassadors uh, at the police centre where we were warmly welcomed by the Deputy Commissioner of Victoria police uh, and and then it was about getting the flame across to Tasmania and we arrived in Tasmania on Saturday into Hobart we had a great run run along the waterfront to Salamanca through the markets there and then we brought it up to Launceston uh, as you may have seen we had the torch run and a civic reception we were welcomed by about a hundred athletes from every state competing here and that was that moment that hits us and we go wow this is you know this we see the benefits and we, we absolutely love it and then obviously in the opening ceremony we had 41 torch runners from around Australia represented, carrying, like I said, the Flame of Hope. Uh, our role across the world, we're known as the Guardians of the Flame, and brought that into the ceremony and started off what has been a fantastic week of competition and inclusion and joy and friendships, yes. and we're, we're just so lucky to be a part of it. I know, and I, well, I just want to thank you for doing hard human work as a police officer, and then to give your time and volunteering, thank you. It is our absolute pleasure, Mandy. Tell me about today. Or yesterday. Oh, tell me about yesterday. Uh, so, I ran the 50 metres and I got a gold medal. I came first. If you don't know what... If you don't want... For, if, uh, you don't know what gold. gold medal means. I came first. And then, in the long jump, I had one other girl. And she failed a couple of times. Good job to her. I, I came first in gold again. And then I, and then today I ran 100 and the relay. First off, I'll start with the, um, the, 100. the 100. And I, I sadly came fourth, but you know, it's, it's part of the game. 
just got to play the game. And what did it mean though, coming forth? You did a sport played sportmanship. Yes, but what happened with your your the number that you ran? It was a it was P- a PB. Yes. I kept I kept nineteen point nineteen point ten four two. Oh, okay. Four two. Yeah, and then and then this afternoon the relay were I'm I'm in the f- four last. If you don't know what four means, and I just blitzed it. I just go like, um, I came silver. I came second, and silver. The team won. The team won, silver. Yes, congratulations yeah. to Queensland. They were fast. They were guns. Now tell me, what? How do you feel right now? Pretty good. I got, I got three medals. Yes, and what does this mean to you being here in Launceston with Special Olympics? Pretty proud. Yeah. Of my state. Oh, you're proud of your state. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for staying with the team, being away from me, and being really independent, and showing great resilience. Even though Eden is tricky, I just have to, Eden with the team, I just have to slow down my choking and keep, and keep going. Yeah, and you've got great team support. Yeah. Yeah, and you're sharing a room. I've got Harry. I've got Chelsea, I've got Sophie, I've got heaps of people to cheer me on. Yes. So, and I'll cheer on them. You've been cheering them yeah. too. Yeah. Well, I'm so proud of you. Proudest mother in Launceston I am. In the world. <laughs>
fantastic. Um, is this how many national games have you been to? Um, none. This is my first. Fantastic. To, to give a bit of the audience, what's it like to run a 200? Very, very exciting. And I hope everyone should do a 200 as well. Oh, fantastic. So, Bradley, um, to give people a bit of an idea, what, what, does a, what does a warm-up look for you? Or what, do you, what type of food have you, did you eat this morning or have last night to prepare for today's events? Um, I ate... Um, this morning I ate um, um, a couple... A um, couple of um, knobs on some toast, and then I had my orange juice, and then I was um, I'm good for the race. Fantastic, Bradley. So I guess in a few words, do you have any inspirational inspirational words for people that want to join Special Olympics or compete in athletics? If you wanted, if you want to join Special Olympics, please, please ring. Um, Please ring Anna Mezga or or Yolande Philipson. Um, if you don't if you don't want to be in Special Olympics, that's your choice. But yeah, just signing off and saying um, yeah, just had a great interview with Bradley and look forward to interviewing more inspirational people hope, really soon. I hope yes. ev- I hope everyone has a great day today, and go Team Vic. Thank you, Harry. I think you've got a future in podcasting. Awesome. <laughs> the voice, but sure. I have Chloe here, and she is... Tell us about your role. Look. <laughs> um, I, I work with... Um, I have three athletes under my care, and I just make sure that they're doing well, they're happy, they're healthy, but we come together as Team Vic, and we look after everyone, and it's just a great big family. Yeah, yeah I so just really love it. What's it like the day-to-day being team support? The day-to-day, it's pretty cool, it's pretty fun. You just wake up in the morning, you do, you know, make sure that they're all prepared and ready for the day, they've got everything, they're in a good mood, you boost up their spirits, get them ready for to win and kick ass with all the other teams, yeah. and yeah. And then during the day, you're paying attention, you're helping them go to the toilet, have their lunch, some of those things? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you help them out, like, get ready for their sports, you go cheer them on, you um, wear their lanyard, you yes. become many people during the day. Yes. Um, yeah, you, you help them um, get their food and, and take them to the bathroom breaks and stuff like that. Just assist them with whatever they needed help with. Yeah, yeah and then the end of the day, what's that like? The end of the day, they're pretty tired. Yeah. They're sleeping on the buses. Um, <laughs> it's a very quiet bus ride back um, compared to the way here. But, yeah, it's um, making sure they've got their belongings, don't leave anything behind, yeah. um, that they're rested, have a shower, mm. have give them dinner because that's an important meal to have, yes. and then make sure they get a good night's sleep for yeah. the next day. And what does it mean, like, volunteering for you? It means everything to me. I actually prefer volunteering than getting paid for work because I honestly do because it's just you get so much more enjoyment and fulfillment out of it like you're able to to pass on you know to, to pass on the, the act of paying it forward you know you can do something so small and help out some family and then mm. they can do that back and mm. making someone's day is just the best feeling mm. and the reward in itself yeah well, and I just well, absolutely mom, love thank that thank you for helping look out for my girl as well oh no no worries <laughs> uh, everyone's here I, I honestly there's not one single person I just don't love in yeah. team Vic we have a great little family we I'm really do. so great to be part of it it's just the honor honestly a privilege yeah. like absolutely love it oh well I'm really grateful to meet you and well done and doing such a great job no thank you so much Mandy likewise so I just found out from Chloe that she has an important connection to our podcast tell us Chloe. 
Yeah, so Matthew's actually a twin, um, Natasha. She was a supporter um, for the whole time that Matt was playing. So, yeah, it's... So you're a sibling to twins? I'm a sibling to twins, the yes. big older proud sister to twins. Yeah, yeah, and we call you in our podcast, Peelings. We call, our podcast is called Two Peas in a Podcast, and then we call the people with a disability a pea shoot, and then the siblings are called Peelings, and we really love the siblings. Yeah, oh, yes, I... I love the, that word, peelings, actually. Yes, I am a peeling, and I'm very proud to be one, and yeah. they're just the absolute best people ever. So, yeah. Thank you. No worries. I'll get Owen. Take it away, Harry. So, um, what's, what's your name? Claudia. Hi, Claudia. What, what, um, what events are you doing today, or have you been doing the last two or three days? Well, um, I finished all my events. I did, on Tuesday, I did long jump. I did... Uh, shot put and running I did 1500 meters and yeah yesterday I did two relays because I did one for my friends oh fantastic and what's been what's been the what was the most rewarding thing about doing a relay was it the team or yeah what was it well it's fun to hang out with your friends and you all just get to make your team proud oh fantastic so um I guess where, where are you from what state are you from in Australia I'm from Perth Fantastic, that's awesome. And um, how long have you been part of athletics for? Because yeah, it's a it's a sport that you can you know, start from a young age and go on to yeah. Um, I've done normal athletics, little athletics for seven years. Fantastic. Uh, so, do you have any um, tips on like preparation for races for young athletes out there? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So um, just give it your best, and no matter what, you still win. As if you don't win anything, and always just remember that you've got teams supporting you, and you're never going to be alone. Fantastic. That's really, really good, Claire. Um, yeah, tell us a little bit about your Special Olympics journey. Like, how, how did you get, get, kind of get into it? Yeah. Well, I just started this year. This is my first National Games. I started last year, started training. Um, I don't really know how it came. I think my mum was just looking online. She found it. So then we just started training, and we found out that it was really good. So we just joined, and now I'm here. Fantastic. And do you feel, as an athlete, you've kind of, um, you've found, you've, like, delivered your expectations or you've done your best or you've made new friends that you never thought you'd make? Yes, I definitely have. I've made a lot of friends over the past few years and I definitely have achieved all my goals. Oh, fantastic, Claudia. Um, do you have any, before we head off, do you have any words of wisdom or inspiration for people that want to join Special Olympics or, yeah, not sure about sport and have got a disability? Um, well, even if you have a disability, Special Olympics is a great way to join. So um, this is a great opportunity for people that are afraid to run or can't run. They just join here. Awesome. So thanks, Chloe, for your time. And good luck for the rest of the day. And have a great, a great day of competing. So well done. Thank, Thank you so much. You. Go Western Australia. Here we go, Harry. So hello, what, what's your name? I'm Sean McKee, and I'm from Queensland. And So Sean, what, what's, um, what events have you done through... Um, Special Olympics this yeah you know, today and and what is your what sport are you? Um, so I do obviously athletics and I do the 100, the 5k and the 10k. Wow, are you two against each other? We sure are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> rivals. Yeah, you could say we're friendly, friendly rivals. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Sean, tell us a little bit about your Special Olympics journey. Like, how did you kind of get into it? Um, uh, yeah. Well, um, I actually um, came uh, across Special Olympics a bit uh, by accident. One of my friends. Um, has Down syndrome, and he was at, I was at his twenty first, and I was only playing rugby league, um, like open men's, and I was stopping that. And I started um, back when I was only nineteen, 
um, yeah, so it was good. And I play, um, I used to play basketball, football, at soccer and athletics, yeah. uh, but now I only do athletics and skiing. Right. Oh, you know each other from skiing. Ah, yeah, I think we have. So, Sean, what type of skiing do you do? Because a lot of people out there probably have got no idea that skiing even is a Special Olympic sport. Yes. So, so I do Jolim Salem, and then that's going through flags. Yeah. And I've also gone to the Worlds for um, skiing as well. Oh, which Worlds did you go to? Uh, we went to um, Athens. No, Athens for soccer and Austria for skiing. Wow, Sean, that's incredible. Fantastic. So, um, I guess going back to your Special Olympics journey, um, what is some... What is some like things that Special Olympics has brought you like has it brought you joy or what are some changes in your life you've gained you know, through Special Olympics oh look I've, it's showed me a world of different ways of you know um, different sports and everyone sort of encourages everyone um, everyone has a great time um, when people are bad or sad or anything like that they all get around each other yeah it was all it's been um, a great journey Terrific. Fantastic. And Sean, have you thought about, I don't know, potentially, because you've been in the system for so long, maybe going and becoming an ambassador or a coach? Have you thought about maybe doing that? Yeah, um, I actually have been thinking about that. I actually coach my stepson in athletics. So, yeah, it's um, moving forward. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. So, Sean, I guess before we head off, um, um, thank you for your time. But do you have any last-minute inspirational words for anyone that wants to join Special Olympics or... Yeah, or any people that have a disability yeah, that struggle to take part in sport or really want to join sport? You know, it's um, everyone has a, a um, sort of a disability. You know, always look forward to a, a comp and stuff like that. Always encourage each other and, yeah, have fun. Yeah. Sweet. Thank you, Sean. Thank you so much, Sean. Thanks. Thanks for your time and, yeah, good luck today. Yeah. We're here with the team with the best uniform, I think. So let's find out some of these people from Harry. Awesome, thank you. So um, Haley, tell um, tell us a little bit about yourself um, and yeah, what state are you from? I'm 16 years old and I'm competing in the Special Olympics. I was chosen this year to compete and I'm really excited. And where are you from? Darwin. Fantastic. So um, Haley, because a lot of people probably haven't been to the Northern Territory, what is it like to live in the Northern Territory? Partly hot. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, I bet it's quite hot there, but how do you manage the training you know, in the heat? Because it is pretty hot. Drink a lot of water. Oh, fantastic. Um, and what is your, what's your um, like experience been with Special Olympics, you know, the Northern Territory so far? Have you had some good experiences so far? I've had fun competing against other teams and trying to win yeah. gold. Yeah. And um, what... What is an, who's an inspiration to you, you know, the kind of, or person that kind of got you into Special Olympics in the, um, the first place? Lara. Oh, that's really special. Oh, okay. So, Lara, um, what is your kind of experience with Special Olympics? Because you're a coach, as I can tell. Yes, yep. I've coached for seven years, and we first went away to Brisbane with other, uh, other athletes, Igan and Omri, um, and we went to Brisbane, and I was team support. And then again in Adelaide for team support. And now I've graduated. Wow. And now I'm coach. Yeah. Fantastic. So you've gone through the apprentice stage. You've been the apprentice. Yes. So that's, that's fantastic. And um, what, what is, what's, what's rewarding about being a coach for you? Because all coaches are, have got such different rewards. It's rewarding to them in different ways. So to you, what is, what's the most, one of the most rewarding things about being a coach? I really like hearing I can't and then helping people 
say I can. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah, and you're probably saying to them, you can do it. Uh, and, and yeah, so um, what is, like, what's your background, you know, with special Olympics in general, you know, with like disabilities and like that? I uh, was a support worker first and I worked in a school with a lot of these athletes. Yeah, so I've known them for many, many years. Fantastic. Um, and I guess to finish off with Lara and or Hayley or whatever. Um, or anyone else. Yeah, or anyone. What is, what is, what is, what is, what is an, in some last minute inspirational words you've got for anyone that wants to you know, join Special Olympics or take part in sport? I'm doing riding. Do running. I'm doing I'm down. Awesome. I'm down. Um, awesome. Doing D3. Our team. Okay, awesome. Northern Territory is your team. Oh, awesome, that's nice. What about you, Omri? Oh, yeah. Any words of advice, special things to say about being here? Um, to, to try your best awesome. and see what, what, how far it uh, takes uh, from the from bottom to the top and stuff. Yeah. Thank you, Omri. What's your name? Uh, my name is Igan. Pleased to meet you. Yeah, so something good. Um, what sport do you do? What do you do? I'm doing today. You're gonna do running. 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 You do fast running. You gonna do fast running? Yeah, I'm gonna do fast running. Yeah. Yeah. Go Northern Territory. Thank you for speaking to us. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank you. Are you his mum? Yeah. How does it feel being here? Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah. I just love the atmosphere yeah. and everyone's so supportive. And I'm number yeah. two here with Team Vic and I feel like it's a place where my family belongs. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I wish it was like this all the time. Same. I don't want to go home. I'm not the same here. <laughs> I just think we all belong and it's yeah, really so magic. Um, hello, what, what's your name? Bray. Bray Quino. Awesome, Bray. Um, what, what events are you doing? Uh, what sport are you doing? Uh, athletics, uh, 100, 200, turbo jab and relay. Wow. Fantastic. And how long have you been part of Special Olympics for? Uh, three years now. Fantastic. Um, also, Dad, because um, are you his dad or are you his coach? He's not my dad. I'm one of, I'm one of the team one of the mates. mates. Oh, you're oh, a team, you're so, an um, what's, So what's your, what's your role as being a teammate for the... Well, cheer on each other, be... Fr- great friendship in we all Australians we all try and get in together yes there's a bit of rivalry between Victoria and New South Wales though hey? yeah 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 or oh, numbers wise Queensland and Victoria yeah so obviously you guys are from are you from the ATT or New uh, South Wales New South, South Wales. I'm from the I'm from the Hunter Valley right, I'm from you? MacArthur Camden fantastic so um as a team support what what is the most what is one of the most rewarding things about you know seeing your athletes finish the race or come home with some medals or well, I just want to add to that I got a gold medal in um, one, the 200 metre run congratulations it, it was a little bit emotional a few oh, minutes ago but, but I, I feel so happy and so proud of myself what a great day that's fantastic so Bray have, have you gone results wise or what is yeah what is a highlight you know from the national games for you so far you know with your... so far it's just competing with all all the people here getting to meet new people just fun cheering on everyone 
just love it. Fantastic. Um, and as a team support, what is um, what did you think of the opening ceremony? And I'll ask you as well, Bray. What did you think of the, like, the awesome opening ceremony that was a few days ago now? Well, I was the torchbearer for New South Wales, so and it's my first uh, national game, so I was just nervous. Wow, how did that feel? <laughs> oh, it was scary. You did a great job. Absolutely, you did such a great job as well. well yeah, so yeah. Um, so, when did you kind of get into Special Olympics? Um, around 17, years, 17, 18. My mate was doing it, and I went to go do it just so I could be with my mate. And then I just kept going and going and doing it. And then they got their email one day: "You've been selected for national games." I'm like, "Oh, all right." Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, that's fantastic. And um, have you? And how long have you been part of Special Olympics for? As I've a, been a specialist for about over 17 years. Wow. So I started swimming age 17 up till 31. In 2016, I'd done the Traz Tasman Games and I was Australian flag bearer at the open ceremony. How did that feel? Oh, shocked. I was shocked. I just got there and I said, Caleb, you're going out there to do, your, do the flag. Wow. It was, a, it was a very big moment big moment for me and I was so, I was shocked and honoured and and I was so proud of myself what I have achieved. It's been a long way for me in the last fair few years. Yeah, well, for me. it was a hard couple of years with COVID too, wasn't it? Also, How did you come back from that? Well, very strong, but I, I developed mental health in the last fair few years, but it's been a very long journey for me personally. Right. And, and look, I feel like I overcome them like a true athlete. <laughs> so just to give people an idea, what, is the trans, what was the Trans-Tasman game? And which countries were, were part of that event? It was Australia and New Zealand. So all the states and me, we, I did swimming and then we did, some people did athletics. It was in Hamilton, New Zealand in 2016. And what, was it, what did that feel like being part of that? Like, was the opening ceremony oh, amazing? It, what? it was amazing. And everyone was cheering so hard. And like with all Australians were there and everyone, the whole team... When I got my first medal in 2016, I cried to my head coach because, because it was been a very big personal ride for me, and I just felt it, everything I went through mental health to get here it was it, 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 to get there. It was the biggest achievement of my life. Oh, congratulations! Absolutely, congratulations. Um, I guess to finish up with, and thanks so much for your time, um, Bray. Do you have any inspirational words or support for people, you know, with an intellectual disability or people that are? looking for somewhere to go you know to join sport and I yeah all I can say is just get out there and try try your hardest if you don't like it find something you like awesome, just keep man. trying and keep trying see what suits you and always is you are clever and you're capable and, and you do as best as your ability awesome thanks so much for your time and yeah good luck with your competition and hopefully by the end of today you've got no voice left because you've been chanting so hard as a team support so oh, thank you Thank you so much. You. Okay, we're handing this over to Chelsea, who is an awesome interviewer. So, Chelsea, take it away. Yeah, thank you very much, Mehendi. And uh, t so, tell us your name and what you're doing. I'm Alex, and I'm the liaison officer for Medical Edge. Excellent stuff. Oh, how are you finding um, being a medic at the Special Olympics National Games? Oh, exciting. Yeah, every day is different. And, um, yeah, good games and uh, good competition. That's great to hear. Now... Have you had a chance to go around to any of the other sports yet? No, this is the first one I've got to, and it's Thursday, so I'm probably my time is uh, growing short. <laughs> well, that's all right then. These things do, in fact, happen. And now, um, have you had any injuries in um, the last few, last however, yeah, however long you've been here? 
Um, no, not any injuries, just some cuts and scrapes. Yeah. Well, that's all right, Ed, then. Um, do you think you have any um, adv- advice for any athletes who, who um, would are potentially wanting to join Special Olympics or, or a bit unsure about it? Yeah, make sure that you can, uh, yeah, you stretch well and you're nice and warm and limber. And, uh, yeah, make sure whatever sport you pick, you enjoy doing. Great stuff, Alex. Thanks so much for having a chat with us. That's all right. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. Okay, back over to Harry. Thank you. Um, so, um, what's your name? My name is Matt Pearson and I work for Special Olympics and I'm the state manager at South Australia. Fantastic. That sounds like a very big job. So what do you do? So day-to-day stuff is supporting our Special Olympics clubs, our volunteers, our athletes and our families, and just trying to create as many opportunities and awareness as possible throughout the state of South Australia to maximise participation, maximise enjoyment, and really try and grow Special Olympics throughout SA. Fantastic. And how long have you been doing that, um, been working with Special Olympics for? So... I've been at Special Olympics for just about two years now. Fantastic! And what is what is what's the most what's some of the most rewarding parts about doing what you do? Uh, I'm I'm just incredibly fortunate that I've been able to have a career in disability sport, um, and it's an absolute privilege to support an organisation such as Special Olympics and everything that it stands for. Fantastic! And um, what other kind of areas have you worked in with in the disability sector? So I'm originally from the UK and prior to moving to Australia in 2020 I worked in for sports development, club development and disability sport for about 15 years which uh, worked with schools, councils and a wide range of sports uh, providing inclusive sport opportunities. So I'm really fortunate that I was able to bring my career from the UK here to South Australia and be involved in Special Olympics. We do have Special Olympics in the UK which I was connected with to uh, some degree um, but moving to South Australia uh, a couple of years ago with my young family I was able to get involved with Special Olympics originally as a volunteer because I knew that was my passion and I was fortunate enough to secure a role with Special Olympics Australia two years ago. Fantastic and is there any any like skills you've you've taken you know from working at your Special Olympics UK to Special Olympics Australia like is there like ideas you've kind of got you've been you've like had from working there to do? The 200 is happening! And it's rolling hard! Wait a minute. Going really fast. (laughs) Watch out, they're steaming down. Watch out. There's nothing more magic than this finish line, I tell you. The amount of cheers you can hear from the spectators is simply amazing. It is. So yeah, going back to um, it, Matt. Um, Yeah, so have you like is there any like ideas or experiences you've had from working in Special Olympics UK and you've like yeah, and that have transferred, you know, and helped you with your, your role in, in, in South Australia? Yeah, no, definitely. There's a number of things that uh, the UK does do slightly differently in the UK regarding disability sport and access. And I've been able to bring some of those skill sets and ideas and kind of integrate that with South Australia. But I've also learned a lot since I've been in Australia about how disability sport operates and obviously the role of Special Olympics Australia. So it's been a really good learning experience for myself. I've learned a lot and I keep learning every single day, lots and lots, but um, equally, yeah, it's great to kind of continue that career. Awesome, awesome Matt. Um, it, do you have any last words of um, inspiration for people that, you know, maybe wanting, looking to work you know, in the disability sector or work, you know, with Special Olympics? Do you have any words of wisdom or any, yeah? Yeah, no, definitely. Just simply get yourself involved, embrace kind of all the opportunities that are available. 
I started as a 16-year-old volunteer, and then, well, I'm now here 16, 17 years later doing this full-time, so invest a little bit of time and energy in your local community, get involved in Special Olympics, and those opportunities will uh, grow as you grow as an individual. So regardless of your background, abilities, um, anything like that, get yourself involved, there's a role for you, and with the organisation we can do even more together. It's a job with heart. Awesome, so thank you Matt for your time, and, and good luck with your endeavours, and we look forward to seeing you again really, really soon, and, and look forward to hearing many more exciting stories from your end. I appreciate it, no, thank you very much indeed. Okay, here we go, back to Chelsea. So, who, so tell us your name and uh, what you're doing here. Okay, I am Susan Barringer, Isaac's mum. And I am marshalling the athletes so that they get to the races on time. Excellent. And now, can you explain to everyone what, what a game changer is, please? Um, a game changer is a volunteer for Special Olympics. And they are mostly the locals, but there are some people from interstate who have come over to make sure that the games run smoothly. Now, you're from Launceston, aren't you? I am from Launceston. So I'm kind of like got a foot in both... Um, both pools, I guess yeah. you could say, except there's no Tasmanian team, so no. not having not to here at athletics. No, not at athletics. Well, that's excellent to hear. Now, how are you finding the whole experience being a game changer for, for Special Olympics and particularly at the athletics? It's amazing. It's really good. Everyone's great. The kids are amazing. The races are really fast. It's really good. All the people are good. Like, I can't complain, really. A bit tired? I am exhausted, but I've still got the closing ceremony to go. Right. Yeah, and, and as you as you as you said before, or you've got um, a son Isaac competing in the athletics for Victoria. How yeah. how, how are you fi finding that? Um, I'm finding it very hard to be impartial, so I've just given up. <laughs> Everybody yeah. knows if Isaac's in the race, he gets threatened with disqualification for getting a kiss before the race, and nobody else is getting one. But you know, what can you do? What can you do? That's yeah. impossible. <laughs> Well, that's all right then. And, and um, I hear he ended, he ended up getting a gold me medal a, a couple of days ago. How stoked are you? I was really excited because it was his first event. So he got that in the long jump and he jumped like 1.2 metres further than he's ever jumped before. Wow. So it was Holy pretty good. smokes. Yeah. Sounds like he must have been doing a lot of training in the lead up to these games. He was. He was. His support worker is really into training. So, um, yeah, they were going out most days in the week leading up. That's great to hear. Now, now, do you have any advice as as a parent and a volunteer for Special Olympics on what, what on just generally it, for anyone who's thinking about joining Special Olympics? You should definitely do it. Honestly, the people that you meet and the opportunities that you have, and uh, it's just great. It's fantastic. There's nothing quite like it. Excellent start. Oh, thanks Thanks so much for chatting, Susan. That's okay, Chelsea. You, Susan. I'll talk. My best. Okay, so I'm... The tables are being turned. Harry and Molly are going to interview me. So ask me anything. So, um, Mandy, um, firstly, um, how come you're here? I'm here because I have a podcast called Two Peas in a Podcast. And I said to Special Olympics, maybe I could record... Um, stories of athletes and team support and coaches okay. and you and we can put it on our podcast and then Special Olympics can have this forever. Awesome. So Molly, um, yeah, what's, what, do you have any questions for? For your mum? Um, how have you been trying to get the motivation up and stuff? To interview people? Yeah. Oh, I've been so excited. It's just um, I don't want to annoy people. 
but actually I've been really enjoying speaking to people. It makes me feel alive. Fantastic. So firstly, what was the flight like for you up here? Was it, was it bumpy? Was it relaxing? Was it Let long? me tell you about the flight, Harry. I, well, firstly, my listeners will know that I'm not very good at reading things properly. And your mum, Anna, had said, don't go on the same flight as the athletes. But I didn't read that and I booked to be on the same flight. Anyway, and then the seats in business class were cheaper. So I sat in business class for the first time in my life. Wow, fantastic. And what did you do to kind of keep yourself entertained on, you know, on, oh, a, on the flight? They brought me food, but actually the whole of Team Vic kept me entertained. There was cheering when we took off. There was cheering when we landed. It was such a happy flight. That's fantastic. What, what, what did you come here to do? I came here to be with you, to cheer you on, yeah. to support you. To and I made best out of my Billy. You have, and I wouldn't want to be anywhere else in the world. Right now. Right now. Awesome. So, like, as a, um, firstly, what's your experience with Special Olympics well, as, as a mum? Well, we're fairly new. We, we joined just before the pandemic, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, and so we are part of Melbourne Inner East, um, and I just really wanted Molly to have a place where she can show off her sporting ability and also have a place to meet some new friends. Yeah. I've definitely made some new friends like Harry and Chelsea and Sophie. And how does that feel? Really, really good. Fantastic. Um, yeah, what, um, I guess, what is, as an, as an interviewer, what is the most rewarding part about being an interviewer for you? Well, today, Harry, you taking over, you were pretending to interview Chelsea and I said, I've got a microphone, let's do it. And so we've already had a fantastic day with you interviewing and I think I've got dreams for the future for you. Fantastic. Um, so, I guess for your viewers out there, um, what is what is something they like? I guess what is something rewarding, you know, for you as a interviewer? For, you know, that your, a lot of your audience love about about what you do. Well, I think we're getting stories that perhaps the world hasn't heard before, Harry. People with intellectual disabilities, our most precious and fantastic people in this world, and we're getting to hear from you how this makes you feel. What a privilege. It sure is. It's such a privilege, especially because yeah, a lot of there's so many untold stories. It's yes. so important. Yeah. Have you got a one more question? Um, did you cry in opening ceremony? Yes, of course I did. I've cried pretty much every day at everything. Happy tears. Happy tears, Molly. Awesome. So I guess to wrap things up, um, from my end and Molly's end, um, what is what is some. I guess a key take home for everyone out there with a disability or even parents out there and yeah and tips you know of how they should get into sport or yeah I think if you have I remember interviewing your mum Anna and she said if you have a child with an intellectual disability that does enjoy sport then Special Olympics is the place and that is true for Molly and for me I've never felt so much belonging and a place where the two of us can be together and we belong wholeheartedly and that is I never take that for granted. Absolutely, that's, that's, that's such touching words. Um, yeah, thank you so much, Mandy, and I really look forward to hearing more of your stories and hopefully there's more trips on the horizon for your amazing podcast. Yeah, thank you, Harry. Great interviewing you two. Yeah. Bye, peace. 
Wow, everyone, we're going to stop right there and we're going to split this episode up into two. So you're going to have a lot to look forward to next week. But I just wanted to say thank you for listening so far. Did you hear yourself? If you're somebody or an athlete or you're an official or you're someone that was in part of episode one, I hope you enjoyed listening to yourself and capturing a little bit of what it was like to be there. So um, stay tuned. Let's wait for next week and we're going to finish up with some even more fabulous stuff to hear from our time at Special Olympics in Launceston National Games 2022. Thanks for listening, everyone. See you next week. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.